Telus International Studios, where customer experience meets digital transformation. Hello and you're very welcome back to TELUS International Studios. I am your host, Patrick Hawhey, and in this episode, I am joined by Joe Gilgoff, VP of Customer Care at Daily Harvest, a company that has had huge success delivering easy, accessible and healthy foods right to the doors of its customers. Just to give you an idea of how successful the company's business model has become, Daily Harvest closed out 2020 with triple digit growth, delivering more food in one week now than they would have delivered in their whole first year in business. It's just an incredible story. Joe started his career uh, on the customer care front lines and he is now helping to build the CX operations of this rapidly scaling company. But he's confident that you don't have to sacrifice quality of care when growing quickly. And he shares his insights into this and so many other areas during our conversation. But he kicks things off by describing exactly what Daily Harvest is all about. I hope you enjoy. Daily Harvest helps you stock your home with clean, delicious food that's built on real fruits and vegetables and ready in minutes. So our mission, which we talk about internally all the time, is to take care of food so that food can take care of you. Um, So we do this by starting at the root with farmers um, to grow the best fruits and vegetables in the best way possible, and then making incredible food like harvest bowls, smoothies, flatbreads, ice cream, um, even our brand new plant-based milk and, and so much more. And we do that alongside our customers, really co-creating with them so that they have access, uh, easy access to clean, delicious and nourishing food. Yeah, well, it sounds brilliant. And and I know it's something that probably uh, resonates with, with a lot of people. It's that feeling of, I know how I'm supposed to be eating. I know what I'm supposed to be eating, but my goodness, I do not have time to <laughs> eat like that. So you sacrifice quality and nutrition for convenience. You know, we've all been there. And is that the, the, the problem? that you guys set out to solve back a few years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, Patrick, you, you really hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, Daily Harvest story of getting getting started. Our, our founder and CEO, our fearless founder and CEO, Rachel Drury, um, likes to say that she was hangry. <laughs> that's, a, that's how she explains how she started the business. But yeah, I mean, she was working really hard. And although she knew the things she should be eating, as you said, life always gets in the way. So, you know, she found herself settling for things that were convenient. Um, So she'd be in the office and grab the trail mix for the third time, or maybe that stale birthday cake over on that other table in the office. And, (laughs) you know, she was running from one meeting to the next and we've all been there and I could relate so much, you know, it's part of what kind of drew me in in the beginning. Um, So a few years back, she started exploring the options available out there. And, you know, from what I understand, she was downright shocked that there was nothing that already existed to properly solve that issue um, and found that the way that food was being produced was, you know, kind of the opposite of customer centric. So Rachel set out to solve this problem for herself and all of us other, you know, busy, hungry people out there. Um, She was determined to create food that is customer centric, that is human centric and also that's planet driven. And with that, Daily Harvest was born. Well, one of the things that probably hasn't been happening so much in the last few months is where you're rushing away from, you know, you get up from your desk uh, at lunchtime, rush out, grab a pre-packed sandwich or something that um, uh, maybe isn't exactly what your body's looking for, but it's convenient. And you rush back to your desk and you eat al desco. That has not been happening so much as so many of you, so many of us have been working from home. So do you think that there has been a bit of a reset in terms of how we try, at least are trying to eat and make the effort to eat better in the last while? Yeah, absolutely. You know, but it's something that we talk about internally at, at, at Daily Harvest. I don't know if folks out there could relate that, 
even though a lot of us are, you know, have just been working from our, our home setup, you know, for, from our desk here um, at home for a while, we still find ourselves kind of running from one meeting to the next, albeit on Zoom yeah, <laughs> or whatever true, technology yeah. every company uses. So it's funny because, you know, when we were in the office, we all, of course, uh, ate a lot of daily harvest. Um, the offices are, are fully stocked, but <clears throat> being at home, it's, you know, I have to be honest, it's still a lifesaver. Um, I still find myself, I kind of chuckle at myself. I'm a few steps from the kitchen and I still save myself, you know, five or 10 minutes um, to prep and consume lunch. Um, so I still find myself, you know, reaching for daily harvest quite a lot. But yeah, I mean, we, we you know, we, we obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, Patrick, we, we obviously did see a lot of growth. Um, you know, during this last period of time, but we're, we're finding that customer habits, whether they're working from uh, home or the office, and, and of course, spending so much of their time at home either way, um, that, yeah, you know, th this kind of convenience is, is really still a huge draw for them. So one of the things that really struck me when I was looking on your website was <clears throat> how granular you guys can get about the nutritional value of mm. certain food, and you're putting out certain food products, certain vegetables, certain fruit, and, you know, really detailing how much nutrition is in there and um it's something that has interested me for quite some time is is how technology has evolved to allow us to measure those kind of things you must rely very heavily on this technology oh we we do and i mean here i'm going to be speaking a little bit you know on behalf of our culinary and, and nutrition and sourcing teams but i have to tell you you know it, it, it's something that i talk about quite a bit like when new people join the team and i'm kind of orienting them I will never forget the experience of interviewing with Daily Harvest, you know, thinking that I had a good understanding of kind of the mission, the level of passion. But I'm going to be honest, you know, you, you still have a little bit of skepticism in your mind. You know, you join a new team and figure like, well, some of that stuff is probably just said from the outside. I started at Daily Harvest and was you know, astounded by the level of passion of, of this team um, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to sourcing, just beautiful, clean ingredients. and putting together food that, you know, isn't superficially healthy, but actually just makes you feel great and feel energized and, and, and is actually healthy. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure they rely on, you know, all the best technologies out there to, to put together that detailed information. Our customers demand it, you know, and, and, and getting a little bit into, of course, what I do in the company and heading up customer care, we have to prepare for every last question. Uh, we know that our customers are very discerning about their health and about nutrition. So for example, whenever we launch a new food collection, we'll have a prep meeting with that culinary and nutrition team. And, and we're kind of pressure testing and going through sort of mock FAQs and you know making sure that our care team has the answer to any question that might come our way. Because like I said, they could be very detailed. You kind of actually just raises something I was probably going to come to you later about, but we'll address it now is, you know, you just mentioned your your care team uh, needs to know all about the nutritional value and, and what that department is doing. But I guess you probably know, have to know about what every department is doing yes. and everything about the product. <laughs> so you really sit in the center of that wheel, so to speak. Um, that's that's 100 percent true. So, you know, this is indeed getting into one of my, you know, I guess my top passion areas in my career has been really trying to perfect that cross-team collaboration in an organization like Daily Harvest and, you know, making sure to represent uh, the care or CX team. And in, in some organizations out there, you know, the care team could get forgotten about. I'm sure we'll eventually have some some listeners or, or I hope, you know, um, fellow leaders in, in the care or CX space. And you know that that's, that's a problem that plagues us as care leaders sometimes. It, the great thing at Daily Harvest is that I don't have to convince anybody, you know, of the importance of keeping the care team in the loop. I don't have to remind a, a, anyone to kind of share the latest updates and to welcome us into the planning. And I think in a lot of ways, you know, everyone always says a cliche thing, it starts at the top. And I think, you know, with our founder, CEO, Rachel, she sort of set 
the culture in a way where um, daily harvest is so customer centric and everyone understands that the care team is on the front lines. You know, we're kind of the, the voice of the company when it comes to interacting with our customers. So yeah, we have so many different, you know, constructs and, and meetings to make sure that we are right in that fabric. Um, examples would include um, regular meets with our digital product team to, you know, share feedback from the customer and, and really drive that platform forward. Um, we meet with our marketing uh, teams very often to share feedback around how our customers are responding to all the communications that we do send out as a company. Um, the culinary team, it, it's one of the most magical things to kind of behold and now humbly be a part of is this very rapid iteration cycle. As we roll out new collections, we know that they're not perfect yet. They can't be perfect until we get feedback from our customers who are our co-creators or kind of sous chefs, as we say internally. So, so much of that culinary in innovation is driven by customer feedback at Daily Harvest. Well, what, you mentioned, you know, your customer care team being on, on the front lines in so many ways. Um, what do you look for in a customer care I believe you call them is a customer care associate, is it? We do, yes. Yeah. You got it perfect. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's probably something as well because you know, I I was I was also really in, interested in the terminology that you use around customer care because um yeah. you know, like uh like a, a customer service agent is something maybe that people would have been described as in the past, but you know the, the terminology you use suggests the importance, the value, and the the, the different way that you see um, such a role. I, I think that's a great call out. I appreciate that, and that's a hundred percent true. We actually, we you know we really focus on language at Daily Harvest, and that's something that the company does a great job with, and certainly in our department as well, right? So if if we have anyone join the team, or even if we're in a, a meeting with. A potential vendor or partner and they start talking about agents you know we we feel it's worth it to you know to kind of cut in a gentle way and say hey you know we, we don't think of our folks as agents um we think of them as associates and hopefully associates is you know um terminology that kind of elevates um that customer care associate to be alongside any of their peers across the company who are such critical members of the team and another example would be around tickets first conversations and hey you know mm -hmm. w whatever works best for every company but for us at, at daily harvest there's something about, you know, thinking of a customer issue as a ticket that just doesn't resonate with, with our culture and the way that we think about customer centricity. Um, a ticket you just kind of want to file away, right, and close and get rid of. We think of them as conversations. We think of every single interaction as a conversation with a valued customer and an opportunity to build our relationship with that customer. So, um how do, what do you look for then in an associate when it comes to, uh, you know, bringing more people onto the team? Oh, right. Yes, absolutely. So I, I love the mind. I mean, my hiring philosophy is I think a lot of folks out there, you know, we're looking for athletes. We're sure if, if the person does have experience in past positions and customer care, customer experience, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. That's really helpful. Um, that's one of the things you, you, you know, you check as you scan a resume, but as we get into the interview process and it is fairly lengthy at Daily Harvest, we're, we're trying to go a little bit deeper than that. So we want people who uh, truly love customer care they don't look at it as a paycheck or necessarily as a stepping stone to another role in the company. You know, some of our folks on customer care, you know, years on, if they could grow into different teams in the company, that's great, bless them. But at the same time, we want people who look at the customer care space as a potential phenomenal career, right, as it's been for me. Um, and again, who look at, at customer care as just, you know, a wonderful opportunity where they have a lot of passion. So of course we're looking for people with superior communication skills. Um, we're looking for people who are super smart and think on their feet 
I think that's one thing, you know, for folks who haven't done hiring um, for a top-notch customer care team, you may not realize just how brilliant you need these folks to be um, also tech savvy in our day and age. And then at Daily Harvest, I mean, it's it's not a requirement that someone certainly has consumed a lot of Daily Harvest heading in. Um, I could attest to that, but as long as you find you know the the you know the the industry and find what our mission is um, of helping people to you know uh, get healthier and 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 eat more fruits and vegetables. If you're interested in that mission, that that certainly helps as well. And you started as a frontline associate yourself many years ago. I I sure did, and you know I have to be honest, Patrick. It's something that I laugh at myself about, but I, I do sort of wear it as a badge of honor. Um, I think <laughs> as I you think, should. Look, there, there's many um, paths to get to a role like mine, and and they're all great. But I'm I'm happy, and I feel lucky that I worked to it the way I did. So yeah, just to take a minute or two, and then kind of relate it back to Daily Harvest. Um, my journey began at a small growing company. Um, as you said, I started on the front lines many years ago. I handled because we counted them tens and tens of thousands of customer phone calls, well over 50,000. Um, and in many ways, those calls have actually served as the perfect base for everything that's followed. You know, so it, in that setting, of course, I also <clears throat> came to lead and scale the service team. You know, it's over 100 people, wore different leadership hats and so forth. Um, and then the last few years leading up to, to Daily Harvest, you know, again, still leveraging the, all of that experience earlier in my career in the front lines, um, but came to lead customer care or CX in two very different environments. And I always felt very lucky the way they sort of combined to prepare me for Daily Harvest. So the first was at the world's pretty much premier online luxury marketplace. So we're talking antiques, fine art, jewelry, you know, average purchase size was several thousand dollars, many into tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, really. Um, you know, celebrity clientele, most customers had a dedicated rep. And so there the name of the game was super high touch, individualized care for customers, you know, with really high expectations. And then following that, you know, I did want to balance balance it out and kind of welcome to change of pace. And so next I led CX efforts at sort of a turbo growth company in the live event space, um, offering ticketing and technology solutions. So that's more, you know, CX at scale where there may be a marquee ball game or concert with 100,000 fans in attendance and my team had touched all of them in some way. So in, in that environment, you know, it, it's really about figuring out the best CX strategies and also technologies, bringing them to bear um, to drive scalability and efficiency. So. You know, when I became aware of the opportunity at Daily Harvest a couple of years back, you know, for me, it was just the perfect setup to leverage all my prior adventures. You know, a company that's laser focused on world-class customer care, you know, really bringing an individualized brand of hospitality for every customer and having conversations with our customers across years, you know, ultimately looking to build lifelong relationships, um, but also growing incredibly fast, right? So, you know, kind of the exciting challenge of how do you bring that that kind of personalized care approach at scale. So it's proven to be, you know, the perfect challenge and perfect home for me. Well, on the note of challenge, how have you managed to try and bring white glove treatment uh, at scale and particularly probably in a company that's been scaling f so much more rapidly in the last few months because of what you guys do and the delivery, me the delivery um, uh, methods, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. So, so like you said, you know, we, we have enjoyed um, really phenomenal growth. I, you know, I do want to emphasize we've really seen very substantive year-over-year -year growth ever since we started. You know, so for so for all the years uh, we've been around, and kind of a fun fact is that we deliver as much food in one week now as we did um, in a whole year um, wow. when we got started just a few years ago. And um, you know, and, and so we've been seeing that throughout. But 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 to be sure, you know, the um, the pandemic was you know an accelerator for us, albeit in obviously very challenging circumstances. But 
we did close out 2020 with triple digit growth. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're proud to say. And so, yeah, you know, it, it does um, sort of introduce that challenge, like you said. And I, I guess, you know, the point I'd really want to get across is that one of the findings in my whole journey, my whole career um, leading customer care is that you do not have to sacrifice quality in building a scalable operation. These two things don't have to be at odds. I know they might seem like they do. They really don't have to be. And so, you know, the, the approach with Daily Harvest has been sort of to have, you know, some of my brain and, and the department's collective brain um, on scalability, but almost in the background, you know, making sure we're doing the right things there. So there are so many things that we do to, you know, to offer that personalized care. We're, we're providing recommendations of food um, that we know individual customers will love at the perfect moments. We're asking them for feedback, you know, so kind of getting at that co-creation angle that I mentioned. Um, we'll actually proactively advise customers when their next orders are scheduled to arrive in case they want to make any changes. You know, go figure, right? Like we're not we're not trying to trick anybody. We thank them for their loyalty in very specific terms, and we'll really engage with them on any details of their lives and how they incorporate um, daily harvests. You know that they choose to share with us. So that that's how we're building up that rapport and those lifelong um, relationships. All right. So how, how do you scale an approach like that? Well, some of the things to make sure you're concurrently focusing on. We have a really strong focus, maybe an obsessive focus around efficiency, around reply times, never the, dropping the ball for our customers on data-driven intelligence scheduling is obviously going to be a key. So if you're focusing on those things and you become obsessed with those things along with quality, you know, you could pull off both. And, and as we look ahead to the future, you know, we're going to continue to innovate. So um, an example, you know, I'd, I'd love to mention is we are working on an amazing guided experience for customers to build their perfect box of daily harvest with an interactive you know, tool online. But here's the key at daily harvest is only if they want to, right? So the live care associate option is always going to be available for them. That's something that I'm passionate about and our founder kind of mandates with anything we want to introduce. Um, she always says, sure, you know, if it's better for the customer. And so, you know, that's something that I really appreciate at daily harvest and, and, you know, having been in care leadership roles at a few places is, we never do anything for the sake of scalability or to drive down the cost of care, so to speak. You know, the primary drivers are anticipating and meeting our customer needs, enhancing the customer experience and making that experience more individualized and delightful. So if along the way to achieving those ends, we could also drive efficiencies, you know, yeah, that's part of the job and, and that's a bonus and all the better. So, and it's really interesting to hear you're using technology to those ends because that really is the key to, you know, successful scalability in so many ways. Um, but say to, you know, in order to reply and to a customer as quickly as possible, I suppose it means that your care associates can't spend too long or really need to kind of kind of watch, I suppose, to a certain extent, how long they're spending with the customers they're with right now. So how do you balance that need for white glove treatment and having those conversations, as you call them, with customers, but also not doing that for too long so that you can actually get to the next customer? Right. Well, absolutely. It's a fantastic question. And, I, you know, I think this is one of those questions It's going to change a little bit, probably for every business and finding out what suits your business um, and what your brand is. You know, in, in, in our industry, we talk about Zappos sometimes. I think you've had a, a leader from Zappos on, on your right. podcast before. Yeah. Um, so, hey, you know, I, I, I'm one of the people, you know, having read the book and kind of studied the company, um, just an amazing example. You know, but sometimes I chat with a team and I say, you know, Zappos is famous for um, uh, you know, one phone call could, could go the entire shift if, if that's what the customer wants. I mean, I, I think for Daily Harvest, we're trying to strike a balance. The truth is that most of our customers really do want, you know, some efficiency uh, 
you know, with that conversation as well. We will take the customer's lead, don't get me wrong. But I think one of, one of the things this question introduces is having the right set of, you know, key uh, metrics or uh, KPIs, key performance indicators. And I really, you know, our, our department, has, it, it's 100% led by heart and humanity and everything, but I feel very proud too that we do have a strong focus on those metrics in the background as well. And my belief is that if you could come up with the right set of primary metrics, you can't have a million different metrics that you focus on. You know, if, if, if I as VP of care and my analysts or a couple of people wanna you know, deep dive and kind of geek out and, and look at 500 different metrics, that's great. And don't get me wrong, we share some of the highlights with the team, but I think the, the important thing is to, is to have a small number, you know, maybe four to six at max, that you're really beating the drum on with the team um, you're setting very specific and data-driven goals. You're updating them. You know, they're a big part of an associate's review cycle. And so to get at your question, I mean, as long as you have the right balance there, right? So we have our CSAT, our customer satisfaction uh, metrics, of course, really strong focus there. We do have an internal quality rubric. But at the same time, yes, we look at reply time metrics. Um, we look at handle time. We do look at you know, schedule adherence on an associate level. And so we, we try to research, um, dive into the data and see what, you know, what length of conversation um, do our customers really need to, to feel happy and taken care of and as happy as they could be. We set those targets and we make sure that they act as a balance. And so if we're hitting all of our targets in that, you know, balanced or, or, or varied set of metrics, then we should be golden. And do you think that your the fact that you started on the front lines um, as a care agent, as a care associate yourself, has made you a better manager, or maybe a manager who um, has a deeper understanding of your team? And does your team respond to that? I would like to think so, right? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> if they're if they're listening later, hopefully they'll agree with me. But no, I it's kind of like like I was alluding to before. You know, if you if you we're going to come into a role like mine leading a care team and you didn't have that experience. I mean, for sure you could succeed, but my advice would be to dive really deep and, and just spend you know a good amount of hours kind of trying to make up for lost time because yes, I absolutely think that experience is critical starting out on the front lines and hey, when, when we go deep dive with the team where you kind of do those around the horns to build rapport, I mean, before this sort of marketable career, I, I've been working since I was 14, you know, doing doing food service and retail and things like that. And so I have many, many years experience dealing with customers. And yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it makes me a more empathetic leader. Um, I think the team knows that, you know, um, I, I'm willing to get, you know, my hands dirty um, and I understand what the struggle could be with that balance. And so when, when we do talk about, you know, efficiency or, um, you know, conversation handle time and things like that, I understand what that balance is. And I'd also make a point at Daily Harvest that um, it's not just, a, you know, referencing past experience, um, whether for me or actually I'll, I'll mention in just a moment, you know, the broader team, um, we make sure that um, we're diving in and, and we're in touch with our customers one-on-one. -on -one. So I, I'm in touch with customers on a fairly regular basis, whether it's, you know, an escalation, something I could help out with, or just any time it's time to roll up my sleeves, right? So a, a couple of weeks ago is the latest time. Um, we saw that volume was coming in pretty heavy. Um, hey, we had lots of, you know, weather issues uh, across our great nation. And so we saw volume starting to pile up. And so what do we do as a leadership team? We're in there side by side. Um, in the channels, you know, working conversations with the team. I love it. Like with all sincerity, it's still the favorite part of my job. I kind of keep an eye on my customers, um, check in with them later. Um, and at Daily Harvest, you know, this is one of those magical things. 
And, and it's interesting because this is sort of a scaling strategy as well, right? You can't have your scaling strategy being leveraging the whole company. <laughs> I'm not recommending yeah. that VPs of care at other companies walk into you know, the executive room with that as their leading strategy. But at Daily Harvest, what we do really embrace is that 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 is a part of elegant scaling as we know that we also have the world's best backup team as needed. And so when we did first have that huge spike in demand around the spring of 2020, again, there, this was another weekend where, you know, we started to fall behind and what happened was just magical. It wasn't just me or our director of care. It was our CEO, Rachel. It was our, you know, VP product. It was every level and, and role in the company went through a little crash course in training. And then they, there they were, you know, speaking with our customers directly and, you know, just ended up being one of the most memorable and inspiring efforts of the entire year for a lot of people in the company. You know, we cleared the queues and we were, we were back and off to the races. And I think, um, and thanks so much for all your time. I was going to wrap up in a few minutes with you, Joe, but it's very, it's very hard to stop because you're so passionate <laughs> about this. So that, that really shines through. But, I am passionate. That's one thing you could say for me. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things you mentioned there just about that effort and how inspiring it was, but I think one of the things we are seeing is, an ele- is a, a particularly um, now as things kind of go on and on is an element of fatigue and not just among teams, but leadership mm. as well. And, you know, we're kind of in this holding pattern uh, for so long and it's really starting to drag out. So how do you try and keep the energy levels up, the the enthusiasm levels up among your team? A hundred percent. Well, I'm I'm so glad we had a couple of minutes for this. I mean, it's important in every way, including the team experience and company culture are going to end up impacting the customer in every way in the customer conversation. That's something I could say with with certainty. So how do, how do we address that? How do we keep people fresh? Like you say, we talk about that in leadership meetings at Daily Harvest, honestly, as much as anything. Um, I could say from my perspective and thinking both about the company and then the customer care perspective. So it starts out with just really fierce support from the company, um, treating our care team incredibly like equal contributors and co-owners of the business in every way. So that's the important stuff, you know, comp and benefits. Um, it's the fun stuff to, you know, think about creative team gifts, holiday celebrations, you know, swag, things like this. But I do want to mention too, very proud of, you know, our extra care team initiatives and knowing that, you know, your team is going to be the one right on the front lines, you know, handling dozens or hundreds of conversations every day. Um, what if people, you know, uh, do start to feel a little bit stale? Well, so we have things like a culture squad. Yes, a culture squad, right? Within our care team, we call them the C squad. And these are going to be a few people They, you know, they get allocation of part of their time to make sure that we recognize every special day and milestone in our team. They put together amazing team events like our remote movie night the other day, complete with popcorn gifts. We all got in the mail and kind of a love letter from from the C-Squad just saying, hey, you're appreciated. Um, we lead meditation sessions and these are by our associates. We, I mean, we're lucky. We, we have a fully trained and incredible um, yoga and meditation coach. We make time for our team to do things like that. We literally had a a sort of vision board, you know, creative exercise, literally led by another associate. We have a book club. We have a book club within CARE. Um, We also do things like a metrics incentive competition. So rewarding the team that nails those KPIs the best with some amazing perks and gifts. Um, And one thing I really do want to emphasize is that Daily Harvest, a lot of it is is about the food, right? So this is going to be different for every company, but try to think about what your comparable would be. Our team actually loves <laughs> food and daily harvest uh, food. And we really rally around that. So our internal conversations are just littered with photos, you know, about daily harvest food, about hacks, as we say, that's one of the most popular channels, you know, featuring uh, DH based food innovations, you know, the, the best way to enjoy daily harvest with your family. 
Um, we're sending each other photos all the time. You know, I, I have a two-year-old son, Kai, and um, I share photos of Kai trying the mandarin carrot smoothie or the chocolate scoops from our vending machine this summer. Um, you know, the first thing I couldn't wait to do for my nieces uh, this weekend was, was make them a matcha lemongrass uh, latte <laughs> with daily harvest <laughs> almond milk. So um, this is the stuff, you know, whether it's those perks, benefits programs I mentioned, or just really rallying around, you know, uh, like a, a shared mission, in our case, our, our, our beautiful food. Um, all of this then relates back to the customer 100% because you could picture, you know, listening to all of that. When a customer and one of our care associates speak, it's like two huge fans of Daily Harvest, you know, not just answering a question, like you could have an FAQ page for that, but they're trading stories, you know, they're trading tips and favorites. And so it keeps everybody fresh. And then, oh, there's our channel for, you know, community feedback and just sharing, you know, heartwarming tidbits about those conversations. So in a really beautiful way, it kind of is this virt virtuous cycle where, you know, treating your team the right way then really elevates customer care and kind of around and around it goes. Oh, very good. Well, you're starting to make me hungry now with all this talk of food. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up with one more question. But based, based on our chat, it, it doesn't seem it doesn't appear to me like you're going to be leaving the world of customer experience anytime soon. So um, uh, my question is, are you excited about where the industry is going, let's say? And industry sounds like a very hard word for something that's such a human, um, a human function, uh, in, in, to, so to speak. So are you excited about where the, the, the industry is going the kind of technologies we're seeing and the ever-changing customer i am i you know honestly patrick i couldn't be more excited about all of that and i think the reason is that when i first started my career you know i i was on the front lines i, I lived through it i was kind of seeing in different growing businesses how important customer care is and what a competitive differentiator customer care could be i would say that years back you were fighting an uphill battle, at least at most companies in the world, you know, beating that drum or making that argument. What I see happening more and more across the industry, many industries, is that everyone agrees that, you know, it's almost becoming an obvious statement. Of course, customer care is going to be a differentiator for your business in any crowded industry. And so what I'm seeing happen um, as that's becoming more and more of a universal realization and truth is that we have a flood of new technology hitting the market Right. So businesses are popping up everywhere. You know, like the, the company I mentioned before that we do scheduling, um, data driven scheduling with, um, you know, and all kinds of workforce management training. I mean, just just a flood of new technology and options, really innovative stuff, leveraging AI, um, et cetera, et cetera. And the other thing that's happening and, and I could say this, you know, with pride in, in my career and now sitting at the leadership table, you know, with my amazing peers and, and Rachel at Daily Harvest is that, um, customer care and, and how to elevate your customer care is a part of uh, those top line, you know, business success and, and leadership and strategy conversations as well. And so now we're getting more and more resources too to kind of prove out um, that impact and then elevate it further. You know, so having a, a, a care analyst on, on my team who I'm working side by side with to really dive into the data on a very deep level and show the way that customer care is, you know, kind of helping to elevate the org. And then, of course, brainstorming, most importantly, on ways to continue elevating from there. So, yeah, th these are some of the trends I've seen in the industry, and it's really empowering and just really exciting for sure. Well, you're a fantastic ambassador for the whole uh, <laughs> customer experience sector, let's say. Um, so, Joe, thank you so much for taking the time it's, it, to, to, to have this conversation. We really enjoyed it. It's time, it's time for us to go and eat. 
and uh, <laughs> <laughs> continued success in your role and of course with Daily Harvest a, a really you. interesting company oh gosh thank you Patrick I couldn't appreciate those kind words more and yet we'll follow up after with some recommendations to build your perfect Daily Harvest box <laughs> looking forward to it thank you <laughs> thank Joe you. Joe Gilgoff take care thank you thank you you too Patrick and I really enjoyed that chat with Joe Gilgoff I hope you did too If you did, please do hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a rating or a review as it really helps us get the word out and helps more people find the TELUS International Studios podcast series. TELUSinternational.com is the website to find out more about the company that brings you this series. And we will be back soon with another great guest. Until then, take care.